Yo MTG Taps is sponsored by LegitMTG.com. Strategy, streams, and singles, LegitMTG has it all. Oh yeah, and now us. So check us out every Friday on LegitMTG.com and stop back every weekday for more great Magic the Gathering content and product. Yo MTG Taps, I'm Big Head Joe, I think. And I am absolutely Stephen Marshall. And we have a potential train wreck of a show for you this week. I'm feeling like garbage. Uh, it is already 1040 at night. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm sick. I don't know. I guess we'll find out. I don't want to edit very much, so we're going to keep it tight. Or, or we're not, but we're going to keep it short. <laughs> and I'm going to slap this thing on uh, on the editing software and send it on in. So uh, hopefully we get everything that we want to talk about out in a concise and clear manner. And if we don't, you get to watch us fumble around for an hour and watch us, obviously, because you are watching your screen listening and hanging on to every single word we say. Yeah, hopefully um, Joe uh, won't add out all my controversial political views this time. Right. Uh, Maybe those will slip through the cracks. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, no. Um, so uh, we both played in pre-releases over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wasn't sure I was going to be able to play in one because uh, stuff just got a little complicated, but then I got someone to switch shifts with me, so I made it out to one pre-release. Um if you only had one shot. Yeah, you know, I, I thought I might <laughs> miss my chance to blow, you know, and it's just crazy because, you know, this opportunity only comes once in a lifetime. Uh, so um, I uh, did the Dramoka Brood, um, and I had a pretty sweet deck. I wound up going 3-1. I lost in the last round to an even sweeter deck. I think that's how these things go. Um my deck, real quick, I'll just run it down because I've got it all sorted right here. Uh, Warden, Warden of the First Tree, two Servant of the Scale, Dramoka Dunecaster, two, yes, two Hidden Dragon Slayers, three, yes, three Lightwalkers, uh, Atarka Beastbreaker, Herald of Dramoka, Sandcrafter Mage, Frontier Mastodon, two Anok Aerialists, Salt Road Ambushers, Airy Bowmaster, Avon Tactician, Two Artful Maneuver, an Inspiring Call, a Press the Advantage, and two Scale Blessings, and 16 lands. Uh, super aggro, uh, super bolster enabling, and um, megamorphs, and all kinds of goofy stuff going on there. Lots of plus one, plus one counters. Um, and, I mean, the first three rounds, man, I just tore through it. It was just, you know, just beating faces. Um, fourth round, man, I played, um, against, uh, David Lay, I believe his name is. And, uh, he had a blue white deck and he just got Icefall region on turn five every game. And, uh, and had like, I think his deck was like Icefall regent that, um, 
that megamorph vigilant flyer in white and then just like all removal i just i couldn't do anything and it was just ugh, it was just a disaster um but anyway so that was my pre-release experience fun i had a great time three one was cool didn't really open anything in my prize packs uh which is why you don't open your prize packs but whatever uh how did you do what else are you gonna do with your prize packs save them for drafts or sealed pools or something but whatever cares how'd you do yeah so i went to two pre-releases one two-headed giant and one just regular who'd you team up with for two hg don't remember the guy's name it was just rando fair enough cool guy though cool um yeah so i basically played i can't even remember like what pack i what dragon i was supposed to be or whatever what brood um but i played just blue white super dirtle just not good stuff prowess okay um, which, in retrospect, probably wasn't very well-equipped for Two-Headed Giant, where the games tend to go at least to turn four or five. Like, it's really hard to be, like, an aggro deck in Two-Headed Giant, because they start at 30 life, and, like, they're going to stabilize. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I had, like, the o- Student of Ojutai that gained some life. I had the Unblockable, one blue, uh, one in a blue, one three. Whenever you cast a spell, you know, it gets plus one, plus zero. And those were pretty good cards. And then I just didn't really have much else. I had, like... Two Gleam of Authority, um, which I thought was going to be really good, but it actually wasn't that great. Mm. Um, and so my partner played just black red dragons. Like we had like two of uh, the new um, Kolagon. Wow. Yeah. Uh, it never cast it. Um, <laughs> plus like the tutor, the dragon tutor. Yeah. Plus, like, two more, like, pretty decent dragons. And then a whole bunch of uh, dash cards. Yeah. Plus the the guy that gives you the discount on on dash cards. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this wasn't a good plan for Two-Headed Giant. No, it doesn't um, sound like it. No. <laughs> it's a cool... It's like, it's like, if you want to have fun and play neat decks, sure. But, like, you, you just want to cast giant big dudes and gum up the board and yeah. play removal. Uh, right. Which is not what we did. Um yeah. And then we also just had like just the worst mana issues. Uh, we both discarded to hand size round one, um, and I think I had four lands in play, and he still had two when our opponents cast a uh, Dragon Lord Dramoka. And like our only way to kill it was to like block and then try to cast the uh, coat with Venom, but you can't <laughs> because of uh, Dramoka. Oh no! So <laughs> we were just like, oh, all right, we lost. <laughs> um, Pretty much same thing happened, like, game two, like, um, or, yeah, round two. Our right. opponents were like, did you just flood out? I'm like, no, my cards just aren't very good. <laughs> like, I just did, like, I don't have a plan. <laughs> I had, like, this 2-2 and some prowess guys, and you killed both of them, and I really didn't have a follow-up. Um, and then, actually, the entire day, uh, my partner, who was running nine mountains, eight swamp, never had two mountains out. It was just weird. Like, we just never... Like, we just never got had it together. Oh, my goodness. It's like a like, disaster. Yeah, you can't cast multiple dash cards in a turn without, like, multiple mountains. So that was kind of an issue. Um, really thought we were going to win uh, round three because it was 20 to three. Yeah. And the board say it was about equal. I had, like, one tapped creature, one blocker, and they had two creatures. And my partner had just tutored up for a dragon. Yeah. So that he could reveal it and just ding him for three with Draconic Rage or whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah. 
um, for the last three. And so I was like, oh, I'm pretty sure we got this. But I, I was still, I cast like two Gleam of Authorities on one creature to go up to 20 uh, with the Ojutai's student out, the 2-4 that gains two life. I'm just in case, you know, might as well because we definitely have the win next turn. And uh, they won. They won that turn. Wow. Because um, they had two impact tremors out. The yep. one in a red enchantment. Yep. Mm-hmm. And in two-headed giant, it deals one damage to each opponent. So it deals two damage per creature. Oh, man. Or in the case that you have two of them out, four damage per creature. So uh, their top deck was Swift Warkite. Uh-huh. It's four black-red, four-four dragon. When it enters the battlefield, you may put a creature card or converted mana cost three or less from your hand onto the battlefield, or from your hand or graveyard onto the battlefield. And that creature gains haste. That's a good card. Yeah, it's a really good card. Wow, that's a really good card. It's Yeah, for an uncommon, it's fantastic. Jeez Louise. Um, yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. Uh, yeah, and so they returned a goblin heel cutter to the battlefield. Okay, so that's eight. Yeah. <laughs> that's eight damage. Um, they used the heel cutter to swing and get in two additional damage. Um, so they were swinging with, with two. Uh, creatures, and they're going to get in for two because I was going to block the heel cutter. Right. Because I only had uh, two creatures. We combined had two untapped creatures. Um, so one of them can't block. Anyway, and then uh, so that's another two. So that's up to ten. And then they cast, and I was wondering like why their hand was still full when they had so many lands. They cast two of the uh, the black instant. Which oh no! Is not very good normally. Like we were just getting beat with like. Cards. Is that the I'll... draw X cards and lose X life? Or... No, 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 no. Oh, Foul oh. Tongue Shriek. Oh. Target opponent one life for each attacking creature you control. You gain that much life. So our plan to just ping them for three anyway, if we survive, was gone. Um, so they double played that. So that was four. So that's 14. Um, and then they had some creature that exploited and drained. So that was another four, five, six. Yeah, it was twenty. Oh my <laughs> like, goodness! Is there eighteen or twenty? And like we just died. Oh my god, that's great. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I was not even mad. <laughs> I was like, so you know cool. what? It's pretty good. There's um, there's a card in Hearthstone that makes me feel like that now. It's in the Druid deck. It's called Tree of Life, I believe, mm-hmm. and it's uh, restore all characters to full health. So like I've cast that from at one life before it was like the greatest feeling it just said plus 29 and then my opponent oh. was like you win scoop <laughs> i was like yup <laughs> you just spammed well played yeah, no well, no actually i've gotten to the point now where as soon as a match starts i just squelch right away i don't even like even greet them i don't greet anyone i don't do anything i just squelch and i just let it be i don't want to ever interact with anyone through emotes that's so dumb but anyway um so cool. So that's how that one went for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I yeah. hope your second one went better. We did win round four, though. Let the oh, record show we went one and three. Okay. Very Everything good. Everything came together. We cast our cards, and it was good. <laughs> so it's still only one mountain, though? Only one mountain, but that's enough to cast a Kolagon. <laughs> Five swamps, one mountain. Unbelievable. Yeah. I was just like, all right. <laughs> uh, that was just weird. <laughs> like, I, just don't, I, just, I didn't even know what to think of the format. Uh, after that, um, it wasn't really a good sampling. So uh, I, I got to play again on uh, – well, that was Sunday morning. So Sunday afternoon I played an individual one. I also played Dramoka. Yeah. And 
I've got my deck in front of me, and it's just not the best. I gotta say, I did have a I did have a pacifism. Um, I had two Sandcrafter mages. Um, oh, actually, a card that really overperformed was Airy Bowmasters. That's the three four just, reach one. Yeah, just for four. Yeah, I I want to say did I have one in my deck? I I had two. I only played one, and I kind of regret it. I wish I had both. That card is just good. Yeah, my, my... I, I, I almost never megamorphed it. It was just just great. Yeah. Just shut down the ground. Um, here's a tip to the people out there. Return to the earth. Three and a green instant. Uh, not a lot of people <laughs> used to playing this during like draft, but uh, sealed. This is like an alt star. <laughs> Return target. or It's destroy target artifact enchantment or creature with flying. Oh, wow. So yeah, like, that's, well, that's, yeah. Um, just, that like, card has been. Uh, isn't, is that a, that's a fate reforged card, right? Yeah. Yeah. But it's just like, I never played it. That card's been in some standard sideboards. Well, okay. So yeah, no, it's it's seen some play, not not a lot, fringe, you know, at best, but it's definitely seen some sideboard play because it is very versatile. Oh, I think it's main deckable, sealed, easy. Yeah. Oh, sure, sure, sealed, absolutely. Yeah. Especially I mean, with pacifism at common. Yeah, it does enough stuff. Like and, it's going to yeah. hit something. And then blue gets like a similar thing. What's the blue one? Oh, I can't remember, but it makes like a, a base. It makes your creature like a base. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The card that my opponent round four had literally every every game. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he had <laughs> all he had all the enchantments that make your creatures neutered. All yeah. of them. All <laughs> of them. Every single one. It was just like, oh, I have this. I have this. I have this icefall region, and then I have all these other removal spells. And oh, reduce in stature. Sure, whatever. That's also a common. <laughs> I'm not bitter about it. I'm really not bitter about it. It was a great... <clears throat> he had a great deck. He played real tight, and, uh, and he did really well. But um, Yeah, I had a couple Avon Tacticians. I'm not happy with that card. But I just I was just scrounging up for whatever I could find. Uh, strong the Ar- one. It, it, it's a little pricey, but it wasn't bad. Strongarm Monk was really good, though. What does that one do? Four and a white for a three three. Whenever you cast a non-creature spell, creatures you control get plus one point. <laughs> wow! Right, Almost made it. Try Almost that again. Made it. Try that again. Almost. It was a race <laughs> against time and terror. <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, I gotta get to the last. Nope, nope. You're gonna sneeze. Try oh. it again. Probably not getting edited out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, strong arm Mark. <laughs> strong. strong arm Mark. Oh my God, strong arm. That's the guy's name. I didn't know. Yeah, it's strong arm. Mar- strong arm Mark, the strong arm monk. Mm-hmm. Say that three times fast. Don't actually though. Say the card what it does though. Four in a white. Three. Four in a white. Yeah. So it's a five. It's a five drop for a three-three. So the cost has gone up since you sneezed. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Well, I didn't have time to say the extra mana. <laughs> I was going to sneeze. All right. Um, so it's four colorless, one white mana. Yeah. Creature, human, monk, three, three. Whenever uh-huh. you cast a non-creature spell, creatures you control get plus one, plus one until end of turn. So it basically gives your entire team prowess. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. And so I had the tread upon and a few other things. Like, press the advantage. Uh, one of those. That, that card's great. It is um, really great. Especially when your team has prowess. Yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah. Blocking is just, like, impossible. My goodness. Uh, but my creatures were just really bad other than that. Um, my intro pack, or the, not my intro pack, my promo rare was the Arashian Sovereign. Yeah. The seven-drop flyer. That's a 6-6. Six, six. Ew. And when it dies, you can... 
put it on top of your, or bottom of your library. Ew. Yeah, that wasn't that good. That was your promo? Yeah, it was not good. Yeah. And this format feels a lot faster than <laughs> Cons or Cons Fate. Yeah. So seven drops aren't the best. No, no, I, I really wanted to put that ward scale dragon, the six, uh, the four, four, uh, white dragon mm-hmm. from fate reforge. I wanted to put it in my deck, but I was like, why I got all these three drops and two drops. What do I need this six drop dragon for? Like I didn't even put it in the deck. Um, also, maybe, I might... maybe a mistake. I don't know, but I was running 16 lands too. So no, no, you can't do yeah, that. Yeah. I didn't want to secure the wastes. I had that and that's a pretty good card. What does that one do? I'd be changing my tune on it. It's X and a white. Oh, the oh, the the the, the warriors one. Yeah. Oh wow, yeah. Are you That's kidding? Pretty, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, that I, and Strong I, Monk were really good together. That's what I thought you were gonna say they cast in the two headed giant match. <laughs> no, oh my god. <laughs> they were like, We got these two enchantments and then you know, like, alright. Just lost, yeah. Yeah. But okay. Yeah, it was literally that one player did that. Like all those things. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Their their um, their uh partner, uh her partner, stalled out on like two lands the entire game. Oh my god. And she just like just beat us single handedly one turn. It was awesome. It's <laughs> amazing. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Um. So anyway. Um. So how did you wind up doing with the uh, second event? Uh. Two one. I lost to Matej. Um. He had Ojutai Senior and Junior. Wow, Junior uh, Senior in the house. Mm-hmm. Throwback. Don't stop. Hash Brown throwback. Oof. Uh, <laughs> don't stop the beats. Uh, no. <laughs> Can't stop? Nah, anyway. Don't stop the beats is pretty good, though. Yeah. For the story. <laughs> but anyway, go on. <laughs> oh, yeah, I lost. <laughs> I, I lost that one. I, had a, I, I used my one pacifism. And then he had just more good stuff. Right. Um, I don't want to say that's what sealed is in this format, but it, it, I don't know. We'll see. Nah, um, I don't think so. I mean, I, I, I think with every sealed format, there are bombs and mm-hmm. there are answers to the bombs. I mean, you know, any any big creature, you can just pacify it, you know, most of them. You know, like the Solemn yeah. Guard, the Hexproof Solemn Guard. Yeah, there's nothing you can do about that. But you have the... Uh, there, there's ways to get rid of it, you know. There definitely are. Um, I'm trying to think of one, but anyway, uh, <laughs> I know they exist. All right, I know they do. I mean, I have, I have, I had a pacifism and a return to earth, and those are my outs. Also, yeah. I did have a uh, a dragon hunter. Nice. So that could hold him off. Well, no, because it would minus one, minus one when it attacks. Oh, that's Silumgar. I'm, that's Zot- I'm talking Zot- about Silumgar. But, oh, God. <clears throat> there's Sil- no outs to him. Yeah, Silumgar is like the one mythic in the set where it's really – or, the you know, in the format where it's really kind of like, well, I guess, you know y- – I mean, you can race it, though, because it's only a three-power creature, you know? So it's not super powerful, but it's almost impossible to kill. So it's like you got to just go over it or go around it and ignore it like a planeswalker when you're trying to just deal 20, you know? Um, that kind of stinks for standard, though. What? Dragon Hunter. The only two, like, dragons really getting played are Stormbreath Dragon, which has Pro White, and Silumgar, which kills well, it anyway. The only two dragons that are being played pre-dragons. Now. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. because that could all change. 
Um, but yeah, no, two of the main ones. But they do go. It does blow past them though. So you know, the same thing. It's one of those things where you have to race those creatures. So I mean, yeah. Although it will kill, Silumgar will kill it just with it by attacking. So maybe a little harder. But anyway, uh, so I, I do have one question. You yeah. talked about Lightwalker. Was that really easy to give flying? In my deck, yes. Like in my deck, absolutely. My deck, every almost every card made plus one plus one counters. Like I had two servant of the scale. Let's see how many creatures I how many cards I had that made a plus one plus one counter. One, servant two. of the scale, the one one. Yeah, I was playing aggro, dude, and it was amazing. It was amazing. Wow. It was so good. Are you kidding me? Mm. Would you play Arcbound Worker? It's the same no, thing. I would not. The yes, you would. No. If you're playing aggro, you would. So no, anyway, I, I had, would not. <laughs> dude, I, I, I had a 5-5 five, five Servant of the Scale at one point. Like, How did that happen? Because I have... Okay, so things that make counters. One, two... Um, let's see. I know I've got more, darn it. Uh, three, Sandcrafter Mage. Um, Salt Road Ambushers, four. Um, Avon Technicianer, yeah, five. Yeah. Um, and then two Scale Blessings. Which are bolstered uh. one, then put a plus one plus one counter on each creature you control with a plus one plus one counter on it. That thing got so out of hand. That card was amazing. Uh, this deck was live, man. It was good. It's just like, um, and the servant of the scale was was an all star, absolutely. Because what do you want to do? Like, so I've got a light warden or a light walker, right? I've got light warden. There we go, talking Hearthstone again. I've got light walker, and then I've got a servant of the scale, and I just leave it up to block. What are you going to do? Swing into it and let me put the counter on my light walker? Hmm. Light warden. <laughs> you know, there were so many. It was just a total conundrum playing against my deck. And then if you drop something big enough for me to not be able to deal with, I just flipped over a hidden dragon slayer. And it, and I had two of them. So it was That's just, pretty good. It was a stupid deck. Um, Lightwalker and Sandcrafter Mage are both commons, and they curve into each other. Yeah, that seems like, like a combo that people are going to get tired of. Yeah. But that's probably why Airy Bowmasters is also a common. There's some good commons. Oh, definitely. Absolutely. Um so anyway, so uh, coming out of it, coming out of that event, um, we're moving into week one of a Dragons of Tarkir metagame, be it sealed or be it standard. And we've got an important decision to make. So uh, Steven and I are playing Saturday. We just don't know where or what. So... There are a couple options, one of which I'm only telling Steven about right now, and he's going to think I'm crazy. But I think what we're really trying to figure out here is uh, how valuable are these events? What do we value going into this weekend? So uh, the three events that we have to consider are we have the Hunter Burton Memorial Tournament. Um, standard. Standard. Week one standard, and that's in Fort Worth. Uh, prize payout apparently is so it's seventy five hundred dollar prize pool, right? Which is up from last year. It pays down to the top thirty two. Um, how much six seventeen through thirty two would actually get in that payout? Who knows? Top you know? eight, you get to modern masters draft. Top eight is a modern masters draft. So that sounds like a cool event. 
Um, not sure about the uh, Planeswalker points multiplier on it. Um, not sure about the attendance, only I assume that of the events we're considering, that event would have the highest attendance and have the most competitive players present uh, and therefore be the hardest event to win, right? You would, you would think, right? I mean, I guess. Okay. Uh, Depends how good you think you are. Sure, sure. Well, that's so. That's that's number one. And we'll get into each one of these a little further. I just want to kind of give an overview. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, we have a preliminary PTQ in Denton, uh, which is sealed. So it's Dragon's Fate sealed um, with top eight draft, obviously. And by the way, the format for draft is Fate Dragons Dragons. Oh, okay, that's because interesting. it's it's the reverse of the Fate to Cons. Okay. I'm almost certain of that. I'm uh, maybe I don't think because I'm pretty sure that that was like the weird thing about it was that it went backwards. So uh, no, is, no, because dragons draft was fate dragons dragons. That no, you said cons. I mean fate cons cons. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. Now it's gonna be fate <laughs> instead of going backwards, it's gonna go forward. So fate dragons dragons. I'm fairly certain on that. Anyway, um, so there's that event and that is in Denton. Um, that has a cap. Of 46 players, by the way. Hmm. Um, so that is the maximum number of players we could potentially be playing against. Uh, and if there is a very well-attended Hunter Burton Memorial, we could be playing against significantly less. Especially given the fact that the following day in Denton, there is dun, another dun, dun. PPTQ. And I think it's modern. Is this door number three? Uh, so no, so that's no, that's the Sunday. That so that might encourage the Denton players to go to the Hunter Burton and then to go to their PPTQs on Sunday. Maybe who knows? It's all speculation at this point. So that seems like a really interesting event. Now the third event you're going to think I'm insane for even suggesting. Door number three. Hope it's not a zonk. There is a big money, big money, no whammies, no whammies. Stop. There is a Grand Prix trial for Vegas. In Tyler. Tyler, Texas is an hour and 45 minute drive and it's sealed. Now, so that, so now I'm that, gonna stop you right there. Now, hold on, hold on now, hold on now. Hear me out. It's a bit of a drive, right? But it's far away from this other event that people are probably going to. It's probably a small crowd. And it's a, and it's a GP for a, it's a GP trial for a GP we are attending. Um, now, you know, so that's another interesting, interesting possibility, um, because we are going to GP Vegas. So now what it comes down to here, you know, and yes, that is, that is two hours more driving than it would be to Mm -hmm. go to the other one. Now it does start at 2 PM. So as opposed to us having to be awake and playing magic at 10 AM for Hunter Burton, we could leave at 1130 and get to this event on time with, with time to get grab breakfast on the or lunch on the way, you know, we could wake up at 11, leave the house 1130, still get to Tyler with, with time to get food. Um, so that's another thing. So, so it's, you know, it, it, there's a lot of valuations here. Like how much do you value sleep? Mm-hmm. How much do you value grand prix buys? Uh, for a Grand Prix we're going to, you know, it's I mean, not, I, it's not even plural buys because you can only you can only win two, right? They said um, it said on the on the event sheet it said two buys to Vegas. Yeah, so, like I already have one. 
Right, okay, so you'd be winning one buy, but one still... One buy. <laughs> still, know. one buy is huge in it a, a 5,000-player event. You know, every buy is worth tons. Um, you know, so so anyway, so there's that possibility. So how much do you value buys for Vegas, which we're going to, mm-hmm. or how much do you value uh, qualifying for the regional PTQ, or how much do you value money? You know what I mean? So, so this is an interesting. Now there's, there's, there's also one more. Okay, there is. What is that? Well, how much do you value brewing for week one? That is true too. Um, you know, brewing is nice, but brewing is, you know, based on availability of cards. Um, it's based on a number of different factors. You know, yeah, you can brew decks, but can you put your decks together in time? And that's another, that's another variable when you, when you consider you know, playing standard on week one. Um, you know, it's not always possible. I'm not saying for you, but I'm saying that's not always possible for, for everyone to have all the cards they want for week one without having to pay the ridiculous pre-order prices or the day one availability prices of some of these cards, which you and I were talking about before we recorded are stupid expensive in a lot of cases and at least fairly priced in all the other cases. Yeah, you know? someone bought out Ciroc. I'm so sad. Yeah, so like, so it's just one of those things where it's like, this is like a super inflated uh, in price, you know, it, the, the prices of these cards are really inflated right now. I'd say more so than the prices for uh, day one standard cards have been in recent memory, right? Yeah, I, I was, like, going through, like, the pre-order list and, like, I don't know. There's usually, like, a good card I like that's, like, less than a dollar. Right. Because, you know, I, I like to, like, make my stupid little uh, picks and and, and lose money. Um, but there really hasn't been. I thought Ciroc was going to be the one because this is, like, a buck, buck fifty. Yeah. Uh, but now it's, like, sold out and it's over two. But I still think that one's, like, the most underrated card. Anyway, that, that, that's another discussion. But, um, yeah, they're all, like, I, I feel like everyone's like, I'm not falling for it this time. Like, the retailers are. So, like, just all the pre-order prices are just a lot higher than they normally are. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, 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 that's, so that's a thing to consider. You know, like, if you want to, you're going to have to pay to play. You know, on top of like, so, so the, the, the cost of entry to the Hunter Burton Memorial is far greater than the actual entry fee, as it were, you know, because you're going to have to pay inflated prices for singles that you wouldn't pay that price for otherwise. Um, that's just something to consider. Um, whereas if we went to one of these other sealed events, we'd be just paying for the sealed product and be able to play and not have to worry about decks, not even have to think about decks. And yeah, brewing decks is great. And like, you know, I'm, I'm all for that. I love that. But it might be really difficult to actually put these decks together fairly for day one. Um, so, so those are, so those are three, uh, our three tournament considerations, maybe two tournament considerations. Two. <laughs> I, I, two. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Well, I saw the one and I was like, that's one that, you know, I mean, that might be a tiny little GPT, you know? I was um, with you until you said trial. I was like, Grand Prix, where is he going with this one? Trial. I was like, mm. yeah, but still, Grand Prix trials are valuable. Buys are valuable. They really are, you know? I mean, I'm playing every round of Vegas just to make sure I hit my buy limits because the last day of Vegas, 
is the last day of the uh, points year. Did you know that? No, I didn't. So, so we're playing up to the very last day, trying to grind those points for buys for next year. And we've got a Grand Prix coming up right in July in Dallas. You know, so that's going to be a big deal. Obviously, we want to make sure we at least secure buys for that. Um, hopefully, more than one. You oh. know. I mean, if I start off badly, I'll be betting on, like, NBA basketball games by the end of the day. That's just a given. I know. I know. But uh, <laughs> but there's still side events, and there are actually four days of side events. That's pretty crazy. Thursday, Friday are also going to have side events all day for Vegas because it's going to be huge. Um, so, And they're all 3X multiplier. Hmm. All the side events for, for Grand Prix have a 3x multiplier. So you could sit there and grind points all weekend and just get those buys um, if you really wanted to, you know. Um, so buys, but anyway, buys are valuable. You know, they really are. Um, we are out of time, I would say, to get buys the hard way, mm-hmm. uh, you know, by earning the, the Planeswalker points for them heading into Vegas. Um Right now, I have none. I'm hoping to have enough points for one by then. Um, but I'm like 400 points away. So, not entirely likely. I'll need an equal performance at the next Open. I'll need to do really well at one or two of these competitive events we're doing. And like also grind some other events. I'm, I'm not seeing it as, ent- as entirely likely. To be there's honest, an, there's another open. Yeah, in May. <laughs> really? Yeah, and this is why I'm taking June off, dude. <laughs> like mid-May or something. There's another SCG open in in Fort Worth. Oh, nice. Yeah, I know. It it, it is nice, and it's modern. Oh, shut up. I might be lying to you. Let me uh... not lie to you. I might be lying. It's it's but it's it's definitely an open. It's definitely in Fort Worth, and it's definitely in May. Um, nope, I'm too discouraged. I quit Magic. <laughs> so there's lots of stuff coming up. Um, and uh, But yeah, so so the Grand Prix trial could be really important. It really could. Um, the, the PPTQ is a little more reasonable, um, but I just don't know. For some reason, I don't feel like the that event is as important to me as the uh, as the GPT. But <laughs> you know, I'm open to whatever. And yeah, so I have a counter argument to your your increased cost week one whatever. Okay, sure, absolutely. And by the way, the open series is definitely standard. Sorry to disappoint you. Oh, oh that's May sixteenth and seventeenth. That's okay because standard is not yet established so i love it right now <laughs> right right but i might be tired of it by then who knows um <laughs> I, I i think that's that's an illusion uh that that uh that that week one of standard is prohibitively expensive because at larger events like that's the case for i'd say 75 percent to 80 percent of the people participating right um and i don't even think it has like a huge impact on how well you do in the tournament in terms of like access to new cards, okay. unless you're like a pro level deck builder, which I mean, it's pretty much me and maybe like two other, no, I'm joking. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like most of the people at like a, like an SCG event, like aren't. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. 
And in fact, most of the people at the SEG event are people like me who think they are, but actually aren't. Right. And secretly come to the event with really untuned and really bad decks. And actually, I think it's an advantage not to have access to new cards and 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 be able to make new brews for week one. You you come in with a tuned deck that you know how to play. That's like yeah, an actual deck that's very well put together. You're gonna have an advantage over a very large portion of the field that has like fooled themselves into thinking they have an advantage by you know getting access to the newest cards and brewing up some like new strategy. That's yeah. That's actually a very very sound argument i like that exactly like you're playing okay so you're playing uh <laughs> green white devotion yes there's like almost no cards you need to add like a few sideboard cards which i have that just a strict upgrade is... to reclamation sage but yeah uh... i have i have like two or three of those guys cool cool you're good and yeah. you have the dragon slayer guy i do i have the dragon slayers do you think they go main or they think there's a strictly sideboard mm, sideboard sideboard yeah mm. but they're good they're really good yeah, and then maybe you could include like a couple death mist raptors, but I think it, like you're veering into territory where it's like we don't know. He might just be making the whole thing worse. We're building another deck there at that point. Yeah, I think, you know, uh, it's it's a great card, but is it really worth it? I don't know. I actually think it's more. I think you more than that card. I think you just want the one that's the uh, um, what's the eternal witness? I think you just want that instead. Yeah, maybe. Like a you one get or back two your modern ma- your 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 modern masteries, your mere mastery of the unseen. Yeah, that thing. You get that back. I think that that's actually a pretty important card as like a one of in the deck. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I don't need much. I'm not worried. I mean, I'm not even worried about me so much. Mm-hmm. Um, as I'm just kind of like, I don't know, just trying to figure out which one. I mean, because when we go to this thing, right? 300 players maybe you know <laughs> we could sit there and play for seven hours and not do anything you know um there's some interesting side event stuff and then, and then also the multiplier might be crap i don't actually know what the multiplier is it could be 1x for all i know it might very well be i don't know you know and it's just kind of like well i mean i don't know if that feels like a good like i mean what if i spend the, what if i go down there and I go like O2, and then I've got like three points to show at the end of the day, and I've spent thirty bucks, and mm-hmm. you know, it just it just feels like the the risk is far greater than the potential reward. Because I mean, what if you t- spend all day top thirty-two, and top thirty-two is like what thirty bucks? Yeah. You know what I mean? So you get your entry fee back. Okay, great. And then I got like what twenty points. On the day, you know. Oh, uh, like, see, yeah, you're thinking more about planeswalker points than I, because I'm thinking I'm like, thinking... like I want to go to the PPTQ, and the only result that I would be really happy with is a win. Right. Right. Period. Well, that's that's true, you know, and that and that's why I thought about the GPT, because yes, a win in either one of those events is the only result that really matters. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, I feel like the GPT in freaking Tyler is something one of us could spike, no question. Oh, I mean, at, at the point where you have a tournament that's sub-50 people, I, I really think, like, with two of us... I think the Tyler one is going to be sub-16. <laughs> like, I think the Tyler one is going to be, like, four rounds of Swiss. I mean, it, know, could like... be. it could be like something like Peter went to, like, one random um, GPT, and there was just eight people. 
Yeah. And they they just did the top eight right Single there. Single limb, yeah. Yeah. You know, and that's that's like what I'm like what I'm thinking of it as because it's in Tyler, it's a million miles away, and like you figure half the players from that tiny little uh, player pool are going to go to the Hunter Burton. You know what I mean? Like they're going to be like, "Ooh, money! Drive, drive, drive!" You know, where we do the opposite, we mm-hmm. swim upstream. You know, and, and, and no, seriously though, you know, we swim upstream and, and we hit this event that like most of the people are going to be skipping to what they think are greener pastures. Everyone else is going to go down there. They're going to scrub out. We're going to go spike their GPT that they should have been attending. And one of us is going to get two buys for Vegas. That's, that's, that's the way I see it. Now, you know, we both show up and we owe two drop the thing in Tyler and that's a bummer. You know, that is a. That is a beating. That is a sad ride back, um, to be sure. Um, that's as sad as the ride back from Waco that one time. Uh, but at the same time, it's no further than Waco. You know, it's not like we've driven. We've driven to Waco for less. <laughs> we've driven back with less. That's yeah, for that's sure. for, that's for sure. <laughs> we didn't even have pride to bring back or like, Hey, this was a great idea. It was like, what were we thinking? This was awful. Why nah. did we do this? No, it's but... not going to be as bad as the P like, like a regular PTQ. I went to everyone bailed the morning of. So I just, I was like, you know what? I already like set aside this time. Yeah. I'm going, <laughs> I make the drive by myself. <laughs> no one there. I know. And like, it's just a long day. And I was actually like, pretty tired and maybe went out the night before mm-hmm. and the, the winning in, I make one mistake to miss top eight. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. a bad drive back. That was, br- that's brutal. Cause you don't even have someone to commiserate with on that. No, nope. You just think about it. I was like, mm, that was a missed trigger. All right. <laughs> Shouldn't have missed that trigger. <laughs> trigger was there. Probably should have, probably should have caught it. Yeah. And, and, uh-huh. Yeah. Anyway, that was, oof, that was, that was bad. Um, <laughs> I guess, I mean, driving back from anywhere after doing very poorly in a tournament, you know, it's not ideal. Not ideal for sure. Um, so, so anyway, so that's, that, that's those two. Now, the, um, the PPTQ, obviously, <laughs> in Denton, um, you know, cap of 46 players, uh, Dragon Sealed, um, and a store that I've been meaning to visit for years because uh, Jim uh, owns uh, Madness in Denton. And he recently, I guess recently isn't even the word because it was like a year ago, moved into a new space down the road. It's a bigger store. Um, and, uh, you know, I've been meaning to check it out. Jim's always been great at all the events we go to. He's one of the judges. Um, anyone who plays in Dallas, he's the judge with the long gray beard. That's Jim. He's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um Love Jim, and I've been meaning to check out his store for a while. So there's that kind of thing going, where that was my LGS for, like, the three months I lived in Denton when I first moved back to Texas uh, three years ago. Um, so I've got a little, you know, got a little bit of a sentimentality thing pulling me up there. Um, we obviously would love to make this regional PTQ, um, because there, I mean, it seems like, a great tournament to be able to play in. Um, mm-hmm. The promo is usually, I mean, like, I don't know, is the promo different or is it still just the Liliana? I don't know. I don't know if they changed it or not, but the Liliana, I mean, that's a sweet promo. Um, you know, a lot of, a lot of good incentive to go. And then the other thing is that I'm pretty sure that this one, the one in June, because of the, 
the regional PTQ is in June, is June 27th in the U.S. And um, it is uh, sealed. So it'll be um, Origins. No, it won't be Origins. It'll be Dragons Con sealed. Or Dragons, you know what I mean. It'll mm-hmm. be that sealed. Um, and I feel like if I'm going to make the Pro Tour, I'm going to make it off of a limited event. Um, so there's a lot of incentive for me to play in and win that PPTQ because I feel like it's my best shot. Um, what do you think about that? I think it's the opposite for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'd have to be like, mo- like a constructed event such as like modern or standard. Yeah. But I mean, I, I, I could, I could see myself. I mean, obviously, you know, we both made top eight of that. The last sealed PPTQ we were, we entered. So yeah. it's not like it's like completely infeasible um, either way. Uh, sure. Especially like a uh, an event that's capped at forty six. I mean, already right there, you know, you got two people in it. Uh, odds of one of us winning is already four percent. So yeah, <laughs> one in tw- that's uh, without any other factors. Yeah, yeah, and you assume you're better than at least one person there. I know I'm better than this uh, Joe guy. Yeah, but uh, oh wait, no, that's already counting that because I said that was like two out of forty six people. So right, one, right. you got like a two percent chance already. Right. Right. So. I mean, it's pretty attractive to just, like, <laughs> do as many of these small PPTQs as possible. Just because the yeah. law numbers, I mean, you're going to win one eventually. Yeah. Um, God, that sounds arrogant. <laughs> but Well, I, no, I mean, but for real, though, you know, you put in the work, you get the results, hopefully, you know? Sure. Um, no, it's not arrogance. Yeah, I think, I, I, think I've, I feel entitled like that because I made the top eight of the last two PPTQs I was in. Right. Well, that's the thing. It's like you gotta, you know, we gotta break through eventually. You know. Yeah, it's not yeah. really breaking through. It's like fifty people. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I don't know. I feel like I'm like, come on, just, just finish one, Stephen. Yeah. Uh, right. No, really. I mean, it's just like, come on. Yeah, it's so close. It's right there, man. It's gonna pull it together. And but... normally, normally, I would value a regional PTQ invite more than any amount of cash. Like, I would rather, like, you know, whenever there's that regionals tournament, the SCG regionals, it's like, whatever. I'd much rather do uh, the sealed PTQ. And yeah. I don't even like sealed that much. <laughs> um, so normally, I would be on that side. But for the one week of standard that I can hold my head up at half-mast, at least, and play my stupid bruise... And it's not the dumbest thing on earth. Yeah. And I I love playing standard week one. Cool. I value so, that more. So I've oh god, it's close though because I really like I, I like even if I won the hunter board like whatever like I don't know how much cash that is but like I don't care I'd ra- I would trade that for an, a regional PTQ invite. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Like, I just don't care like that like I that, that that means more to me than like like a significant amount of money. Um. So <laughs> I don't know why I'm pitch I'm I'm more interested in the Hunter Burden. I think it's because I just gosh, I don't know. I Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I've like I've been working on some brews and I think I'm that guy that thinks he's gonna just come in with like, a new catch <laughs> week one and just take people by storm. I think I've got a couple I like I think I have multiple decks that could do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> you would. <laughs> I would. Yeah, I've 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 tweeted them out. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. My my Seder Jank Finder series. Sa- Seder Jank Finder. Yeah. Hashtag Seder Jank Finder. I, I I posted a new one today even. 
I, I didn't look at it, but I saw that you did. A green-white aggro or whatever? No, this is green-white warriors. Oh, right. I'm so <laughs> glad you did, too, because I've been talking about the green warriors for a while now. Oh, I've yeah. been trying to kind of get you looking at those, you know? Oh, no, I'm, on, I'm 100% on board. Nice. Because nice. I was, like, trying to think of – because everyone's like, okay, uh, the Arish and Foremost, the one white-white, that's, like, the new Silver yeah. Blade Paladin. Yeah. And it's, like, it's much worse because it has to be a warrior. But if you have a warrior you'd want to give double strike, it's much better. Right. And so I was just trying to find, like, the best home for that. And I'm like, all the black warriors, like, really suck. Um, in terms of double strike, like, who cares if you right, get a 2-1 right, right. double strike? That's not a lot. Let me ask you a question. Let me just get cut to the chase here. Are you going to go with Avatar the Resolute here? That's not a warrior. Oh, it's not? Oh, no. bummer, man. But do you bummer. know who is a warrior? Who's a warrior? Sirak. Get out of here. He is a legendary creature human warrior. Oh, that's amazing, man. Oh, so you're playing a bunch of one drops? You have your Erish and Foremost, a one drop in her. That's three power. Well, what uh, happens when he drops down? Well, wow. that's a five four. You have Formidable. Well, he has Haste now. Oh, my God. Well, and you, it's, you swing, and now that's Double Strike. Well, that's five times two. That's ten. He has Trample, too, right? No, he does not have Trample. Oh, that's a bummer. Does not Still. have Trample. Yeah, you're getting greedy now. You're like, oh, my 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 five power double strike haste creature doesn't. <laughs> God, what a ripoff! This is yeah. unbelievable. Yeah, I am. I am totally getting greedy. <laughs> you're getting greedy. You're making a green white warriors deck. I mean, but that's not an unreasonable interaction. It's not. It's totally not. I mean, I love the Ciroc. I'm sold on Ciroc. I've been sold on him since they spoiled him. Um, oh, so good. But I like that interaction, too, because I was more sold on Arash and Foremost than you were. Yeah. Well, you I know? was just like, well, what warrior do you want to give Double Strike? And so I literally looked at every single warrior. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, Sorak is the best. He's the best warrior. Wow. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't doubt that. Yeah, 5-4, Haste, Double Strike. And uh, there's there's a few other warriors you might not recognize. There's Warden of the First Tree. Yep. Oh, it becomes a warrior, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he's a 3-3, three, three, and then eventually like, you can power him up and give him you know, trample and lifelink. So that's a nice little combo mm-hmm. uh, with your, with your uh, double strike. Yeah. Uh, there's Heir of the Wilds, which, unimpressive, Ooh. but with double strike, uh, there's no blocking it. Ooh. That's all. Double strike, death touch, and trample if you got the Ciroc out, and then it's just like ping, blah, damage. Yeah. Air of the Wilds, yeah. Uh, so I'm, re- yeah, I'm also running a one of Bow of Nylea just to give all my attacking creatures do- uh, death, death touch. touch. Oh, yeah. that's nice. That's and nice. then, if you're not in- interested in trading or uh, blocking, I'm running. Uh, <laughs> this is probably the wrong one. This is probably too. I'm running too many of them. But four of uh, Become a Mints. Wow. <laughs> so then, any of them are amazing. Yeah. So then, like anything you give double strike is super sweet. Yeah, four might be too many. Four might be too many, but I do just you have, want to Do like, you have Wayfinder in there? Wayfinder? Seder Wayfinder. He ain't a warrior, dog. No, he's not, but he fills up your graveyard for Become Immense. That's too cute. Yeah, it might be, but I was just trying to think of what, how you could justify four of them, that's all. Yeah, uh, another warrior is Sunblade Elf. Yep, sure yeah. is. And pumps your team, not bad. Two, two for one, that's pretty good. That pumps, yeah. Uh, so <laughs> this one's the, probably the worst of the bunch, but, um, the sword wise centaur. Yeah. Oh, it's a warrior. Yeah. Three, two for two. Uh, three, two. I mean, three, two double strike though. If we're just talking straight up, you know, interaction with the ration foremost. It's great. Yeah. That's turn three. When it comes down, when it enters the battlefield, it gives another warrior double strike. So right. turn three, you can swing for, I don't know, eight. 
because yeah. he played a, a, a two power one drop. Yeah, that's pretty good. Dragon, dragon, dragon master guy. Yeah, uh, the other cards I'm playing: uh, Spear of Heliod, just because that's good as a one of, and uh, Citadel Siege because just make one of your double strikers gigantic. Hmm. Huh. Um, so I think it's actually an interesting deck. Um, it may or may not be as good as the mono green aggro deck that I also built. That's very similar. I'm not sure it's. I'm not sure if it sounds like it's better. Honestly. Which one? This deck that you're talking about now. Um, it could just do us really like. Yeah, I mean, it's the magical Christmas land deck. But I think the mono green is just super consistent. It is. You know. Um. And you can, you know, you could fit Nylea into that, you know, and there's. Just oh, it's all running kinds. three of them. Yeah. Wow. It's a lot of Nylea's, but yeah, totally. You know. Well, because you want you want trample. You do. You do. You want trample and aspect of Hydra. Yep. Okay, I see that. <laughs> and yeah, and then like Sorok, and then you give your Nylea haste. Jeez. Yeah, after you play her. And then That's she swings, and no one ever wants to block it, so then you aspect of Hydra her, and there's not anything they can do about it because it's indestructible. Man, that's good. Yeah. Uh, Dromoka's Command is just a two-for-one on a stick right now. Not on a stick, but it's just a two-for-one. It's just awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure which one. I need to test them both. They've both like been doing very well, though. Yeah. Um, the Green-White Warriors one needs some work. <laughs> it might just, maybe that just means it's not good. <laughs> uh, I need to change out about I don't know sixty cards. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> but the uh, the mono green aggro splash white for uh, Dromoka's command and a Johnny. Uh, that one's there. It's already good. Mm -hmm. uh, it's ready to go. And then the mono red devotion's ready to go, and it's it's good. Hmm. Uh, I don't think Mono Blue Devotion's good right now. I no. still I don't think it's got enough to, to be good again. Cool. Although people are talking about it like it is. Right, right, right. I think Teamer's actually good. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, I really do. I, I like with, Roast. With, uh, with uh, the new Sarkin? Yeah, new Sarkin and Roast. Roast is actually a really great addition. Huh. They just get removal they didn't have before. Um, so I think that one's actually good. I have not tested Mono Red Aggro. And you'd think that would be good because they just printed a bunch of one drops in yeah. red. Yeah. And they printed that uh the five five I want to try out. Which one is that? Oh good. Oh, the one for five five for three? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the one that you have to pay two to attack or block? Yeah, but it's your three drop. You have plenty of extra mana at that point. Alright, alright, I guess. Five five. Siege Rano can't block it. Nothing could block it. Okay. Huh. Air of the Wilds can block it all day. True. That is very true. But you have, like, you know, Searing Blood and Lightning Strikes for days, so. True. That is also very true. Um, yeah, so, well, anyway, you know, and it sounds like you've got some some interesting stuff going on with that. Mm -hmm. um, I've got a deck that's, you know, basically ready to go. So, yeah. so I have no problem with going to the Hunter Burton. But like you said, you could win the whole thing and not care about the prize. True. Whereas, although there is a sweet watch for first prize. Too. Uh, that's pretty sweet. Uh, it's a pretty sweet watch. Um, but so, so, so what it really comes down to is what do we value, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, like what's what's important to you this weekend? I mean, obviously week one of standard is, you know, an opportunity for you to say told you so. 
Mm -hmm. Um, but how much is told you so worth? And it's not even told you so. It's like told you so in the worst way possible. Cause like, I mean, I'll, I'll even be right, but I'll just go too far. Cause I'll be like, like, like week one of uh, fate reforged. I'm like, I have an advantage and I know that Whisperwood elemental is really, really good. And people think it's like far inferior to wingmate rock, but I think it's like the best card in the set and it's really good. And so I'm going to use that advantage and put it in the worst possible shell and just, <laughs> <laughs> just lose. Right. So there's, you know, you're right, but it still didn't matter. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I like learning the hard way. So I say standard. You want to do standard? Okay. I want to. My heart says standard. Okay. So, so okay. But so now, so let's, 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 one time, one, one time saying it. Mm-hmm. Not a thousand times. Let's look at each one of these and and rule them in or out. All right. GPT and Tyler. Absolutely not. Okay. Okay. Fine. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm. 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 You know. I'm. I'm okay with that. I just wanted to make sure that you knew it was an option because GPT buys for an event we're going to that's going to probably be five thousand players is huge. You know. That's. It's a huge prize. And in a potentially tiny field. Would I drive four hours in one day for one guaranteed buy? Like one extra? Maybe. Probably. Yeah, maybe. You know, but I mean, it's not I mean, guaranteed. <laughs> it's not guaranteed. But, uh, but it's certainly, I think, the of the three tournaments we're considering, I feel like it might be the easiest one for one of us to win. You know, so, that, so there's that. Sure. Possible that there's that factor, but we're but we're not going to Tyler. Absolutely not. Okay, great. Okay. I hate Tyler. Uh, really? And all its inhabitants. Really? I've never. <laughs> Did you really? Or you no, just... no one lives in Tyler. It's in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> He's like, I don't even know what a <laughs> Tyler is. Hate. Yeah. Um, oh my God. Sorry. I'm sorry, Tyler. There is no need for that reckless and yeah, unnecessary hatred. We are so sorry to both of you who live in Tyler. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry that you live in Tyler. That's what I meant to say. Oh snap. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man, I, I don't even know what I'm hating against. I don't know. I don't know where Tyler is. I don't. I, don't, I have no opinions or qualms with Tyler at all. Yeah. Why did I Google Tyler? Wow. You know what? I Googled Tyler and I expected just like a picture of some dude, and it's like, hey, this is Tyler. No, city in Texas. There you go. What's the population? Ninety-six thousand. Well, there you go. Wow. You can go it's to hopping the, the Goodman House. Tyler State Park, Liberty oh, Hall. Sounds, oh, this all sounds beautiful, dude. Let's go. Make a whole day of it. Let's check out Tyler. That's what I'm saying, dude. The tournament doesn't even start till two. Mm, I don't know. This Goodman House looks like a plantation. I don't okay. know, but I don't know about all that. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if you necessarily want to walk on to that. Uh, they're just gonna like conscript me. All right. <laughs> it stays in. Um, <laughs> So, uh, that's what I said, dude, I'm not editing today. All right. Um, so anyway, um, okay. So, so that one's out. Fine. Fine. Uh, Denton region, uh, PPTQ for Denton capped at 46 players. Dragon sealed. Seems like a really, really hot ticket, man. Um, it is exactly what I'm looking for for like a random non GP tournament. That's what I want. I want a PPTQ, and I want it to be small, and I want to spike it. Yeah. So I mean, that, and that's and that and 
you know, for me, despite having a great performance at the Open uh, two weeks ago or whatever, um, I still feel like sealed is my strongest and limited is my strongest format. Um, I feel like, you know, if we play standard, I have a great deck and I have a really great shot at putting in another good performance because I know my deck, I have to make very little changes and the changes I'm making are strict upgrades, you know? So it's not like I'm going into it wondering how Whisperwood Elemental works when someone casts in hostilities. I learned that the hard way. I know how it works now. I don't need to make that mistake again because I made it already. Um, so I feel like I have a lot of confidence in my standard my standard deck, but I feel like the sealed event is something that I would have the best chance of winning. Um, so what do we do? <laughs> what do we do? <clears throat> There is a sealed tournament on Sunday. Well, I work Sunday, and it's WrestleMania. That's absolutely out. Oh, okay. Sealed is out. I mean, Sunday is out for me. I work until WrestleMania, and then I watch WrestleMania. Mm. I don't know. I don't know how often I'm going to like Standard as much as I like Standard. I mean, I like Standard week one as much as I could possibly ever like a Standard. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I know, and I know what you mean. But see, what we could do, I mean, like week one is great and all, but what about week two, dude? You know, like week two is too late. Week week two is too late. It's never too late. I know this. Because I mean, you know, once the meta game establishes itself, you find one of the best decks and play it. <laughs> I can't Every even time, say that's that. what I do. I can't even say that about you with a straight face. No, but really, though, you know. I'm saying the ideas that you have become clearer is what I'm saying as you see what the metagame actually is. Isn't week two Pro Tour? It might be. I feel it like the Pro Tour is like right around the corner. It's close. And like they'll they'll steal my green white warriors deck and then everyone will think I'm just net decking, bro. Yeah, well that's okay. No, nah, that's and not ev- true. I'll, I'll, everyone I'll who's anyone I got who's... tweets, bro. I got tweets. Anyone who's anyone listens to this podcast anyway and is mm, hearing this conversation right now. This is valuable tech. So there you go. So so it, so it doesn't matter what anyone who's outside of our circle here at YoMTG Taps thinks of you and your net decking because true. they don't matter. That's true. Team Pantheon is launching a denial of service attack on the YoMTG Taps servers as we speak. <laughs> They're like, we're not letting that one out. No. Yeah. I don't think so. <laughs> So, so clever, being clever isn't as valuable as you may be <laughs> picturing it as. Oh no, my brain knows all this. But that's and that's the but that's the great thing though is with a record of this conversation mm-hmm. and through the power of being on a podcast, mm-hmm. you are able to point to a time mm-hmm. pre Dragons of Tarkir mm-hmm. where you've stated your ideas and. It solidified that they are original and not stolen off of a list. You can you can send someone don't care the that file. Much about that. I know. I'm just saying you can send them the file. It's a beautiful thing, you know. Uh, or you can just casually forget to send them the file if you were horrendously wrong. And that's how people remember only when you're right. Mm. Something I've perfected over the years. It's a great thing to learn. It's a skill you'll acquire with time. <laughs> oh no it's great i only like pre-order cards that go up it's it's right crack. there you go he's just i like if steven talks about it, like we did a crack a pack it was terrible i cut it out of the podcast mm. bam 
You don't need to know. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, you guys don't need to hear that. We, everything we do is gas. Ah, it's go. all gas, breaking man. Breaking the fourth or fifth wall again. <laughs> breaking the third wall. That was one of my favorite things you said. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. Anyway. Um, so what are we doing? Make the call because I'm going wherever you're going. Cause you're driving, dude, make the call. Where are we playing? We playing standard or we playing sealed. All right. Make well, the call. I, I, when I show up at your house in the morning, I will have a bouquet. A blue bouquet means standard, <laughs> but a red bouquet means sealed PTQ. PPTQ. PPTQ. If it was a sealed PTQ, I don't think we'd even be talking about this. We'd no, that's probably that. true. <laughs> yeah. If uh, it was direct invite to pro tour, 46 like, people, that would be. <laughs> a, that'd be criminal that they would be allowed to run a tournament that low, but yeah, I would be there. Okay, I'd be there definitely. But effectively, yeah. isn't that what we're doing? Kind of. I mean, I don't know. We're we're playing a tournament to win the opportunity to play in a tournament. Well, that's the most we can ask for in yeah. the current system. Yeah, it's true. It is true, but. Uh... Or we make top what, like sixteen of the uh, of the GP in May. Mm-hmm. That's another possibility. But mm, do you think they're gonna have enough people where that's like the cutoff? Where the cutoff is forty six? Yeah. Oh, there. Well, the cutoff is forty six regardless. No, at the GP. Because no oh, top oh, eight. Oh, 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 oh! I see what you're saying at the GP. Yeah. Um, I think so. I think it's gonna I'm cap joking. out, man. I'm joking. I think it's gonna cap out. I think it's gonna be awesome. Probably gonna be big. Yeah, I'm super pumped. We're going to go play in a city. It's going to be amazing. We're going to be in a city in a convention center. <laughs> it's going to be unbelievable. You will be. I'll be I'll be out. Be out in the town. <laughs> You're just not even going to play. You're like, I didn't I didn't register. Whatever. I'll go for yeah. <laughs> I'll be at like a free health clinic. Yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> You know the biggest bummer is that uh, we're missing Tim in in Vegas by like two weeks. Nah. Yeah, he's his job is sending him there mid May. I was like, come on. So anyway, mm-hmm. uh, what are we doing? I I told you what I'm gonna do. All right. So we have we have no we have no decision. All right, fine. But it, but I, I'm glad we had this conversation on the cast because it is an interesting thing. It's like, what do you value? You know. Like, and I think that's an important thing that we all have to do when we're deciding which tournaments we can go to and which tournaments we can't. Um, I want to say that one of the things I do value is my marriage. Mm-hmm. And that's why um, after Grand Prix Vegas, uh, we're going to post an episode about Vegas. And then we're taking th- the rest of June off um, to replenish some desperately needed wife points. Um because, yeah, so so we're going to have a show on the first week of June, and then we're going to have three weeks with no episode. We're going to recharge the batteries. If one or hopefully both of us makes the regional PTQ, we'll be playing in that June 27th. When we come back for our next episode, July 3rd, this is all months in advance. I'm just letting you all know this now. When we come back July 3rd, uh, we'll be talking about spoilers. We'll be writing Magic Origins spoiler season. And we'll maybe, hopefully, be talking about our regional PTQ, maybe, hopefully, success. Um, we'll have all the hot tips on how to break open the green, white warriors mirror match. Right. In June. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Now nah, they'll probably ban Ciroc by then. 
There you go. Emergency ban. Yeah. On a green creature. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that would be the day. That would make me very happy. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, we'll, we'll see. I guess y'all find out next week when, uh, man, we need a decision for this show. Make a decision. Standard. Standard. All right. Standard. Standard. We're playing standard. Done. Well, because are are you allowed to pre-register for this tournament? Yes. In Denton? Yes. Oh. He encourages you to call and pre-register if you want to pre-register. Oh, I see. Yes. Yeah, that forces me to make up my mind. I was just going to show up like on... No, no, uh, no. I, it's probably it's probably a good idea to pre-register because if it's going to cap, mm-hmm. you know, we want to make sure we're in if we're definitely going. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Well, I'm going to try to get the cards for either Mono Green Aggro, Green White Warriors, or Mono Red Devotion. And if I can't, we're do we're going to play sealed. But okay. for the purposes of the show, we're playing standard. Okay. So we might have. <laughs> one or the other to tell you about but we're deciding standard for now all right cool awesome well um did you have a listener email yes i sure do uh before we go uh we got a really awesome email um from our buddy alec um alec roberts writing in from northeast scotland um it's crazy yeah so this is the email the email subject line which you're gonna love is Living lore in modern, question mark? Um, <laughs> hey, Joe and Steven. Been enjoying the cast for a little while now and really like hearing about your experiences with modern and the slightly in stars. Not quotes, because the stars mean the slightly is slightly awesome, unorthodox tech you've been discussing. On that note, what about living lore from Dragons of Tarkir in Modern? Grix's Cruel Control already plays two to three cruel ultimatums. With living lore, you can exile ultimatum from your bin to get a 7-7 for three and a blue. Hit them for seven and then immediately recast ultimatum for free, getting back the living lore. Would love to hear your thoughts on this. All the best, Alec Roberts. So, um, yeah. yeah I, I wrote back to him. I mean, that really... like. Yeah, obviously it's a card that you'd want a big spell for. We were only talking about standard. Um, Dig Through Time is obviously, and Treasure Cruise are both banned in modern. So those are out of the question. So really the answer, you know, the, the what it comes down to is what do you attach to living lore in modern? And I think Cruel Ultimatum is such a great choice for that. Um, like, just the fact that, I mean, like, oh, what I love... Oh, it does. It puts a creature... From your yeah. graveyard to your hand, you yeah. sack the living lore. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, it's when you – yeah, you sacrifice the living lore, and then you cast the yeah. creature, and you get back your living lore. Yeah. 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 Huh. Pretty cool. It's a really cool idea. I, 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 you know, I'm not even close to playing Grixis Control in standard. Um, I think that if you do, you're a brave person. Um, but – if you are playing Grixis Control in Modern, man, I think Living Lore could uh, could really uh, have a home there. I think it's a really cool uh, possibility, and that loop is just sick. I mean, how do you come back from that? I don't think you do. No, probably not. Because all their answers get discarded. Yeah. Hmm. Pretty cool. I like it. I like it a lot. 
So there you go. Alec, thanks for writing in. That was really cool. Um, just one last thing, a bit of a somber note. Um, I uh, just wanted to uh, offer my deepest sympathies uh, to the staff of DailyMTG.com. Uh, the copy editor for DailyMTG.com, uh, Mike McGarter, passed away on Monday, tragically. And uh, I just wanted to send my deepest sympathies and condolences to everyone on that team. Um, you know, our thoughts are with you, and I just can't even imagine what it would be like to uh, to lose someone like that that's so close to you at work and, and someone that you've, you know, had so much faith in, in them doing their job and just spending so much time with them. And I don't know. It's just, it's just, it hits me. So just wanted to say our, our thoughts with you guys. Um, so yeah, one final thing, PukaTrade.com is running their Indiegogo campaign. Uh, they're three quarters of the way there and um, seven more days to go, uh, probably five days to go by the time this goes live. Um, if you want to support the uh, the Puka Trade Indiegogo campaign, which will allow for MTGO support, uh, visit their Indiegogo page. Um, I will put it in the show notes. So yeah, get on there, support them. Let's make this thing happen. All right. Um, so cool. So anyway, uh, next week we'll have some tournament results to talk about. Hopefully, good ones. Um, we'll have week one of SEG open to talk about. We'll be able to cover that invitational. Oh, it's the invitational even better. Yeah. Even better. So, uh, we'll have some cool stuff to talk about next week. So join us then. And until next time we are yo MTG taps. Stop bitching. Start brewing word ways to get out of Tyler. (laughs) I love you, Tyler. I have no problem with the city. I don't know why I was just the gratuitous hate. Just so late, and I'm so tired. I've been burning the candle at both ends all week. Yeah. And yeah. you know what? I'm just going to take it out on Tyler. Yeah. A city I've never been to. Never encounter fights with self defense, leg swipes, alcohol, toss, molotovs, throwing dynamite. Now they get caught up in a hype for being so tight. Sag with your jeans was a meanwhile right strike. Android thinking combined. Leroy Jenkins outlined the highest price. Hip hop, you rep vaguely. I'm consistent, fresh, daily. I maintain the quiet life during open mics. Expectations is too high. Dreams holding it. I've lost friends and loved ones. Couldn't cope with it. Pursue music with a strength. Yo, MTG Taps is available every bloody Friday forever. On legitmtg.com, iwantmymtg.com, mtgcast.com, and iTunes. Email us, yomtgtaps at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Tumblr, yomtgtaps.tumblr.com. Follow us on Twitter, at yomtgtaps. Follow me on Twitter, at omgwtfbhjftw. Follow Steven on Twitter, at m00npi. Follow Joey on Twitter, at affinityforblue. Featuring music by You'll Never Know and Logic Marsalis. Available at magneticmoments.bandcamp.com. Thanks for listening.